0: RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. I'm reading from the New Zealand Herald, July 29th, the headline of the story, designer Tamsin adding moves Miss Lolo business to Australia. Well, that had us in a curious mindset. Why is she moving to Australia? Aren't we like at the cutting edge of everything here? Aren't we, you know, early adopters of things? What's going on? So we thought we'd get Tamsin on to Tell us about what's going on with her business and why she's moving. Tams, and welcome to Reality Check Radio. Thanks for coming on.
1: No worries at all.
0: Okay, so you're a Kiwi? Yes. And you're a loyal, patriotic Kiwi, I would imagine, like most of us.
1: Yes. Didn't, you know, when I, when initially when we started the company, we assumed we'd be here the whole way through. There wasn't any, any thinking that would take it offshore at any point.
0: Right. How long ago did you start Lolo, Miss Lolo?
1: Eight years ago now.
0: Okay well I got to say I went onto the website and I looked at some of the wallpaper designs and it blew me away.
1: Thank you. That's uh,
0: stunning I got to <laughs> say. And I'm hard to please I'm, I'm telling you.
1: Oh good good.
0: Okay so what what part of business is not working for you?
1: It's it's frustrating. So on um across social media, we do amazingly well. And we have a really cool, dedicated, loyal bunch of followers. And yes, it's great people pick up, you know, a feature wall here and there, which is awesome. But ultimately the aim for the company has been to take it into the commercial realm. And For whatever reason, I feel like I approached every single architecture firm, every single commercial interior design company in in New Zealand. Uh, To even get them to reply to a phone call or an email was near impossible. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then the odd time I did get in front, you know, got a meeting, um, it never went anywhere. So I've been lucky recently in that I've picked up a couple of commercial jobs here, but it's all come through people that I've already known or, you know, personal connection. There was just absolutely no way that anybody was willing to give me a chance in that commercial space here.
0: Can you explain that in, in any way that makes sense?
1: Yeah, I mean, I wonder if it's a, it feels to me like a case of everyone I approached, they would say, if they did, if I did get a response, it was, we've got our list of suppliers that we've used for the past X amount of years. We're not looking for anybody new. And that was the stock standard response I would get over and over again. So it felt like everyone was like, I'm just going to stay in my safe little bubble. Um, they're too new. I don't want to take a chance. Um, I'm going to sit back. When we started getting a lot of traction in Australia, only then did the commercial in New Zealand go, oh, actually, these guys actually may have some legs. Now I'm willing to give them a go.
0: That sounds pathetic.
1: It's really frustrating. So my thinking of, of it was, you know, I spent five years trying to crack the commercial sector here and got very, well, but hardly touched it. I took it into Australia and I was in it within five weeks. And it was within, like, I would contact everyone, I'd get emails straight back, would love to see it, it's totally different, would love to use it. And I would have, you know, I'd go over for three days and I'd be booked from nine till five every day in meetings.
0: It sounds like we've kind of ground to a halt.
1: Yeah, it feels like that whole number eight Kiwi ingenuity wire idea has kind of gone out the window and I don't know if it's because everyone's tightening their purse strings and they're going super conservative and they're just trying to be careful but there's no willing to support any of the the younger companies coming through with anything different
0: well you can bet that those and I don't know because I haven't been in in that sort of line of business but you can bet those architecture companies are always promoting themselves as cutting-edge yeah, and highly creative and everything, but it sounds yeah. like they're staid and boring. By the way, you're
1: well, they're describing Well, they've just stayed them. with the same. I guess you know the bigger New Zealand companies that they know they've got these, you know, these track records with, and they've got relationships with. And I and I get that, but at some point, somebody's got to take a chance on someone new. Otherwise, all the why would anybody be a designer or trying to do something different in this country?
0: Are your designs just a bit too bright and, and sort of up and vibrant for sort of like, you know, I mean, look at our airplanes, look at our sports people that wear black, you know, it's, and that's about it.
1: But the frustrating thing is, and that's what I've said to all of these, um, you know, in the meetings, like we can design anything. We do custom. We've been doing custom for companies in Australia. I'm doing a big collab with a, company based up in sydney and everything that we're creating for them is to you know a joint effort you know obviously them as Lolo feel but with their brand at the fore as well but still even with that idea everyone was like no you know we'll stick with you know white subway tiles thanks or you right. know yeah balls
0: yeah but sort of a beige yeah. mentality um is that uh, male and female? Is this like a corporate culture or is because I think someone mentioned an old boys network or a kind yeah. of is that is that uh is it more of a old boys thing?
1: Yeah, I think I think we've got a lot of work to go in that space still. I think people from the corporate sector may see me as um a you know a mum who has this social media company. Um, does, can she stand up in that commercial sector? Oh, maybe not.
0: Oh, so they're um, sort of suspicious.
1: I think so. And I that a lot in the interviews, you know, like even if I'm interviewed from a business perspective, one of the leading questions is always, oh, and you've got children and how do you manage the company? With what?
0: The- Hello?
1: Yeah. Rather than.
0: What's that got to do with it?
1: Totally. Rather than, you know, what's your. What's your business, business goals? You know, what have you got? Pl- you know, it, it's always sort of, it comes back to that.
0: Man, if you can manage a family successfully, you can manage anything. For sure. I can't believe that. That's, that blows me away. Mm. It's sort of, it's sort of um, insulting almost.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I do, I think it has, I still think that stigma is there, that I think there's a lot of work to go in that area to get us equal.
0: You haven't got time for that, obviously.
1: <laughs> no, not at the moment. I just, you know, my, my thinking is if we've got the pickup in Australia, why would I stay here and slog it out for another five years when I can be over there and hit the ground running?
0: Yeah, and you also, can you feel it as a business person that business is contracting here, anyway. Yeah, and that um, that that we're actually going backwards. It seems. Yeah. Did yeah. have you found that?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Since this story's been out, I see that they also called for uh, comments from other people. You know, who might have an insight into this as well. Have you? Have people been contacting you and, and yeah. kind of agreeing with you and 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 giving you their stories?
1: Yep, I did. So I, obviously, I did breakfast TV yesterday around it. Right. Um, I think they were kind of interested on the education perspective as well, because obviously the decision to move wasn't based purely on business. But I was going
0: to ask you about that in just a moment, but carry on.
1: Um, and then I've had a lot of people message me privately saying that they are also taking their businesses overseas, but didn't weren't doing it as publicly as I was.
0: Yeah, there's an issue. I think um, uh, one of the people that they talked to in the story, and I think you might have um, also been asked to comment on this is that you're worried about well there's some a lack of confidence in the education system
1: now mm-hmm. yeah
0: so do you want to talk more about that
1: you know i'm i'm not an educator first and foremost i'm just a concerned parent and you know my children are really privileged in that they they do attend a private school however when you see these top the top private schools and you know the large public schools rejecting NCEA in favor of creating their own curriculum. You really have to stand back and think, well, there's some fundamental flaws happening in our education system. Um, And just, you know, the the numbers came out again this morning about the decline around our academic records on a global scale. Why do I want to have my kids here in that? I've had a lot of feedback from people saying, oh, you know, you shouldn't be ditching the country in a time when the country really needs businesses and people like you. But then my my focus as a person isn't to save the country. My focus
0: uh, not your responsibility.
1: <laughs> totally not my responsibility. My responsibility is to my children and making sure that my business can be as successful as possible to give them the best that they need.
0: Yeah the, the, some of your designs I looked at the residential designs and uh, quickly dropped in on your website on some of the corporate designs incredibly vibrant incredibly colorful yeah. um I don't think I've really seen that before though I'm not you know hugely exposed <laughs> to interior decorating is that that that's your point of difference right it
1: is yeah yeah we aim to be disruptive um to be when somebody sees our work for it to be instantly recognizable, that was the whole idea of the brand. Don't want to be blending in. I I mean, my whole concept has always been, there's a saying I love, which is we're like Marmite, you know, love us or hate us. Everyone knows who we are. Yeah. And that's, that's the design philosophy I've taken across the board. I love it when people love our designs. But equally, a really good example was I got called to do Leo Malloy's bar down at headquarters. I
0: know Leo. Yep.
1: Um, and I knew he was going to be ruthless, so I took all the designs down, and he just goes, "Hate it, hate it, hideous, hate it, hate it, love it." That's the one. Yeah. Perfect. Done. Easy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not very uh, well. He's he's very critical about how things are too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he, he, as we all know, tried to do something about it running for the mayoralty in Auckland. And I think he's yeah. going to try and have another go at it. So when you went to Australia, completely different.
1: Completely different. So initially, I just started, you know, putting spreadsheets together of every um, interior design commercial fit-out company there. And there was hundreds. So I just started emailing, emailing, and you would kind of get, you know, one in 10 hit back going, yep, we'd love to see you. And then I just booked time and went over and literally every single available slot. I've been over three times now. And every time I've had every meeting slot booked.
0: Okay, and that's translated into, you know, hard business? Yeah. Already?
1: Yeah. So um, I'm working on a hotel in Brisbane currently. Um, I'm working on a leisure centre in Brisbane. Um, I'm working on a chain of stores up in Sydney with a company out of Melbourne. And then obviously quite a large collab, which launches in about eight weeks out of Sydney as well.
0: Wow. Okay. And when are you actually physically planning on moving?
1: The plan is end of September because we've got the children starting school turb four.
0: Not far away.
1: Not far. No.
0: And what city do you think you'll, or state, do you think you'll base yourself in?
1: We're going to Brisbane for no other reason than I, I've lived in Sydney. um, I thought it was probably too big and too expensive in the property market. I loved Melbourne. My husband just flat out said too cold. So that left Brisbane. And there was really no other thought processes behind it.
0: There's an election coming up. Do you see anything that any politician, any political party is saying that would align with what you're thinking about at the moment?
1: Oh God, the election's a scary, a scary thing at the moment. Yeah, I I don't know. I think it's if we if we see another labor come back and government another labor led government, I think we're going to see a heck of a lot more businesses leaving.
0: Yeah, like an exodus.
1: Yeah, wow. and it's interesting the amount that had come to me. You know, through like LinkedIn and other sort of those sort of platforms, on a, who've come out privately saying they are actually already doing it, and the amount of companies that I they've come to me and said, "What accounting firm are you working with in Australia who's doing the changeover from a New Zealand to an Australian company?" Because that's actually not that simple. So I've passed those details on to quite a few companies as well. So well, that a- tells you
0: people are oh, serious, right, when they're asking those sort of questions. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, it's it's kind of sad that that this is happening, mm. isn't
1: it? It is sad. It's, wh- yeah, it's a real shame for the, um, the businesses that are trying to do something different but are on the smaller side of things because if you've got no one here willing to take a chance or willing to back you, then you really don't have any option to any way to succeed
0: because yeah, there's a lot of talk about how innovative and how Ugh. how great we yeah. are.
1: <laughs> and how supportive we are, right? Well, yes, yeah, yeah. it's just not.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for telling us about your plans as much as you can, and it's sad that you uh, are heading off, but I think many of our listeners will understand. Mm. And um, we wish you all success. It sounds like you're pretty well on your way already in Australia.
1: Yeah. And, thank and you. keep
0: making those fantastic designs.
1: I will.
0: How do you think them up?
1: I don't know. And it's funny, like, there is, you know, people think I'm really super organized in my design process, but I'm not. Like, I was at the Ed Sheeran concert and I'm taking photographs of parts of his stage setup, or I'll be at the airport um, in calls, and I'll see bits of book covers and I'll start photographing them. And then in my head, they form a new design. But okay.
0: Be- so you just need a little hook. Yeah, and, and I'll and be photographing
1: screens from outfits that people are wearing. From It can come from wherever.
0: And also, um, I was curious, because there's so many colours involved, is the printing process of the wallpaper, that must be quite a production process or is that all quite easy these days? Well, with the technology?
1: Um, I was printing in London and having them shipped over, but I was getting really frustrated with the slow shipping times and the price of shipping. And fortuitously, there was um, a Kiwi guy who had based his company in Australia, who had moved back to New Zealand, and he set up a really small printing business here, and he does it all for me, and he's amazing.
0: Oh, so you can get that bit of it done here.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to get him to come with me, to come over. I haven't got him over the line yet, but I don't think I'm far away.
0: All right, well, um, I don't think you'll be the last, but I hope it's not a huge exodus, because... This country needs the business, I know. needs the activity, needs the GST.
1: And that's, that's the really sad part about it, because if, <clears throat> if we could stay here and I felt like we were really supported, I, there'd be no reason for us to leave.
0: Yeah, they should be on their knees begging you to stay.
1: Oh, the funny yeah. thing is, is now that all of this has kind of come out and I am going to Aussie and people have heard about what I'm doing in Australia, I've landed two big commercial projects here.
0: <laughs> How ironic.
1: Yeah, isn't it? But that's the frustrating thing is I've always had to be, look what I'm doing on a global scale, and then New Zealanders go, oh, well, actually.
0: Yeah, because they want to be part of that. Yeah. Do they? Because it makes them feel good. but but
1: they just don't want to be the ones to take the chance initially. They want somebody else to do it, and then once it's become successful, then they'll adopt it.
0: And then they can say, oh, well, look, of course, we've got Miss Lolo yeah wall, wallpaper wall coverings here of course yeah. we have yeah you should look at you should get it you know yeah <laughs> we've
1: always loved it yeah
0: yeah yeah we, we always that. actually yeah. no we turned her away about 10 times yeah, yeah.
1: totally yeah all
0: right tam's an adding from miss lolo uh thanks for speaking with us and we wish you all the best in australia and we'll you know let's let's see what happens
1: great thank you
0: rcr with
1: paul brennan
0: reality check radio